0: Good morning, LKN. Happy Friday, Friday. Justin Gazepis, Bill's on the sticks. It's our first Food Friday. We're doing it. There's too many good restaurants out there. There's too many great food vendors out there. Friday's the day. Look, you go out Friday night, you want a good place to go. But you also need a good place to go for breakfast during the week, on the weekend. And so Rise Cafe of Huntersville is going to join us. Titus uh, and Christina Bartolotta. <laughs> Titus probably won't be here because the guy's got to work. Somebody's got to run the place. Christina's going to come in, though, uh, so she should be here at about 7.30. Um, we're excited. Uh, and, and, and I can't act like it was just me who got, who got Rise Cafe. Joe Vagnone, host of Lo- Local Biz Now, which airs Mondays from 4 to 5 p.m., has a great relationship with Titus and Christina, uh, said, hey, let's talk breakfast. And so I scooped in and said, hey, it's breakfast. Good morning, LKN. Why don't you come in here? And I scooped it from Joe. I did that. So, appreciate it, Joe. (laughs) It's Friday. Uh, July 14th. Log it. Captain's log. July 14th. 707 a.m. Are you, are you getting ready for work still? Or did you make it out the door? Are you in the car? How behind are you right now? Maybe you're feeling good. Maybe you're ahead. It's a little earlier than normal. I'm making it down the highway pretty good right now. That sun is looking, looking like it's going to be shining today. It's going to be another 96 day today. What do you think? We're, we're at about, what, 70, 71 right now already? Just a, Just a little sticky out. It's just a little sticky out right now, but... We gonna get that sunshine. We are gonna get that sunshine. I think it's gonna be a beautiful weekend. How about you, Bill? I'm ready for it. What That's you got on? Sure. What you got on deck for the weekend? You guys? You guys uh, traveling? Doing anything? What you got going on?
1: Um, should be pretty low key. Have a friend coming into town. Um, look forward to showing off the digs and exploring what this great state has to offer.
0: Now, when you say you got a friend coming in town, are they staying with you? Yes. Okay, so what's that process like in y'all's house, like as far as prepping, getting ready, or is it just, hey, they show up, we're ready to go at any time, anybody can come any anytime they want?
1: Uh, that's how we usually are, right? We do have a guest bedroom, all right? Call in the station, 844-STUDIO-4. <laughs> um,
0: are you taking applications for the guest bedroom right now? Is that what you just did?
1: Well, we need friends. Okay. <laughs> um, the... Yeah, actually I'm gonna I'm gonna talk well, okay, let me backtrack. On on Monday, um my significant other Grace, she made a delicious fish meal for us. It was wonderfully prepared. Everything Tops. was great. Oh yeah. But now my apartment smells like
0: fish. Like constant, like can't get it out?
1: Whenever I walk into the door after Ooh. work, it's a wave. <laughs>
0: What kind weird. of fish? Do you know what kind of fish it was? It's a cod. It's a cod. <laughs> it was a cod. So it's the cod that just will eat anything and just. And it I'm it saying permeates. we've been trying
1: everything. We've been baking since then. Did she oven bake it? Uh, no, it was on the skillet. It was, oh it
0: was man! Cold, but she's
1: done it before, and yeah, you know, we've I- never had this residual effect. Um, yeah, but now it's. It's Becoming a thing
0: have the neighbors complained yet?
1: No, not yet, but I think we're both a little concerned what our friend is gonna think, sure when she walks in because I mean it's uh you can't ignore it
0: I, you know what there might be a workaround on this, so if you just run with it and just go straight beach theme, you know what I mean like throw up like a little like picture with some beach action on it right, and be right. like, hey, we've just gone full you know coastal
1: right, okay because
0: yeah. you know if, you, if you're at the coast it just smells like fish all the time so right. you know, you're just in a
1: that... uh, beach experience yeah best of both worlds
0: where are the friends are they from Maryland or where are the friends coming from uh,
1: they're actually coming from uh, Sneets ferry
0: oh so they're gonna be right at home right
1: they're gonna I mean, be She like, might oh. not even know that's what that's our other thing that we have going.
0: So which way is the bet landing right now that they're gonna notice or not notice? What She's gonna know. Okay, <laughs> there's just, gonna know. no, <laughs> there's no hiding. Nobody knows. They're gonna know whatsoever. Yeah, they're gonna know. But so so as far as friends coming over and staying, like, is there a point like you reach, and and maybe not. Everyone's different. Like, what's like the level of hey, friends are coming, we're gonna let them stay with us versus hey, y'all need to find your own place, but you can come over. And, like we'll hang out during the day. Like does that ever become a consideration, or is that like depends on the class of friend.
1: Yeah. I mean, I always, our doors are open, right? Our doors are open that it's plain and simple. We're not going to make you, if you're going to take time out of your life to come visit me, we'll find a place for you to sleep. Sure. So it could be anywhere.
0: So Bill and Nat living their best life in Charlotte, leaving the doors unlocked, just free for all. Just come on in anytime you want. That's come on the, down. That's the kind right of down life. Right down the street. If
1: you're going to Luke Combs tonight, you need a place to park.
0: Ooh, a little Luke, you're gonna see it in the city. So you you got a great spot in the city, uh, and and you guys get to see a lot of the action that goes on. Is it is there already some pre stuff kind of happening like last night at all, or or what was going on with that? Anything at all?
1: Uh, we weren't walking around too much last night. Um, But the city does have some free energy with, you know, all the people walking around. So it should be a fun weekend.
0: Yeah, no doubt. So, okay, so my question, I guess, is then at what point uh, do you ever say no to someone that wants to come over? Like, yeah, you can come over and, 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 you know, hang out. But if you're going to stay, you need to get your own place. 844 Studio 4. You know, some family members. You know, maybe you got some family members that, like, they're welcome to stay. You guys are welcome to stay. But... In the back of your mind, is it that, hey, you know, they need to get a hotel? Right. And I got, fr- we've got friends like with multiple kids. And like when we love hanging out, like we used to do this whole thing where we'd bring them all into the house. You know, we'd all stay together in the house. Uh, and then like at a point, like, hey, do you start saying, hey, you know, you got like 15 kids now, man. Like I can't, I can't be just like letting 15 kids come up in here. You need to get your own place because at this point, you pretty much need your own electric grid. And you're jacking up my power bill, and I just don't know if that's okay. The internet went out last time you guys came. Uh, the oven smelled like fish for two weeks. I just can't. I can't deal with that anymore. And so, how 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 do you tell your family? How do you tell your friends? Like, hey, I want to hang out with you. I want to. I want to see you. Love seeing you. Love it. But you got to get your own place. Is that is that too mature? Am I too mature at this point to say, like, have that conversation? I don't even know how to start that conversation. It's almost awkward, right? Like, ah, uh, you know, our cat tends to throw up in the middle of the night. You guys don't want to be here for that. You know, like, is that, can I play that card? Ah, uh, you know, Emmy Emmy, and Noah, they're just, they're, they're regressing right now in their sleep pattern. And we just don't want to risk that. We really need to, we really need to focus, you know, and, and they go to bed early. They go to bed early. So how do you tell somebody? A44 Studio 4, you got to deliver that bad news. you know. And I'm not trying to kill the vibe on Friday. I'm not trying to kill the vibe on Friday, but how do you do it? How do you let them off easy? How do you tell your friend who you've known for 20 years? It's just a
1: difficult conversation.
0: It is. And, but it's one that becomes necessary because you start... You, you eat my Cheetos every time you come over and you don't even offer to refill the bag. It's a crucial conversation. I'm just saying. At some point, real conversations have to happen. And that's what we like doing on this show. We have some of the most top-notch journalism possible. Look, I told you, about it. did you listen to the scoreboard this week with Joe Berg? I told you he had the inside. He has the inside of the NBA. How he got the source, I don't know. But he's proved that the NBA draft is rigged. He did it this week on his show. We're going to hear from Joe later on. I got to follow up on it. It's breaking news. The whole thing's rigged. You're listening to Good Morning LKN, 844 Studio 4. What's on your mind today? It's Food Friday! We're having a good time here. Hope you are, too. I love you, my kith. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, 844 Studio 4. It's it's Food Friday. It's our first one. Christina Bartolotta of Rise Cafe going to be coming in soon. Her story's cool too. Her and Titus, uh, her husband Titus, they uh, they're go getters in the community. Nonprofit, private businesses, entrepreneurship—they're all about it. And uh, I'm excited to to see and and chat with her a bit and. Uh, we want to chat with you 844 Studio 4. Uh you got weekend plans? Maybe you had to maybe you had to have that tough conversation. Maybe you had to tell some friends that wanted to come over like hey you got to get your own spot. You can come. We'll hang out with you during the day. But 8:30 hits, there's the door. Have a good night. Don't text me before 6. Don't show up here at 6:30. Don't you do it. I got to get my morning routine on. And so it's a question of maturity. It's a question of maturity. And it's, uh, sometimes it's hard to be mature. I struggle with that. Demi tells me that all the time. I need to get a little bit more mature in my life. I hey, found out uh, from our top-notch journalist, uh, my mother, uh, that uh, Luke Combs, we talked about, Bill, at uh, 2 p.m., the tailgate starts uh, at Bank of America Stadium. And uh, it's, it's going to get a rowdy, rowdy bunch. Uh, down there and so if you're going to be traveling through the Charlotte area tonight um, you know be safe be safe these are these are those type of events where when you go out you got you got to have some wherewithal you got to have some wherewithal when you're out Um, and and so just be cautious now now unfortunately you won't be able to listen to one of our new shows that's coming on that will be able to help you with some safety Apache Solutions their show airs tomorrow at one o'clock Um, Tim Kelly, we had him on uh, I think it was earlier this week Was it earlier this week? It was earlier this week we had Tim Kelly on Yeah, uh, a founder of Apache Solutions um, Him and Frank Horvath uh, Our engineer Uh, Apache Solutions is a firearms uh, And safety training uh, Company and They they, they customize that training And that safety It's not just about holding a gun It's about being aware of your surroundings And so their show is going to air for the first time One o'clock tomorrow so if you're going to Luke Combs Saturday night, you definitely want to listen to that show before you go, just to just to just to have some type of training and 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 start your your new journey, your new journey. And then today, the rest of the lineup, because um, we want look, we wanted to spend the first couple of weeks teach you know educating you on the new lineup. This is going to be the easiest way for you to do it. For the easiest way for you to learn about the lineup is to go to our website wsicnews.com. If you click radio shows at the top, that is our on-air weekday lineup. We're working on getting our weekend lineup posted up there. We do a lot on the weekend, though, too. We carry Charlotte FC. We've carried Panthers, and we're going to carry them this season. And right now, Cup Series. Bill, you gonna watch the uh, who you got for the race this weekend? You got you got any favorites laid out? You you between you and your dad, you guys got anything kind of laid out? You your mom and your dad, who who you got? Uh, who who's who's your dad's driver? I haven't asked you that. Who I've never asked.
1: Pops is actually in a different mode right now because he he'll be traveling up to Akron, Ohio, uh, because it is about that time of year for the soapbox derby. Uh, World Championships. So, shout out to the young nephew, Baylor, who will be up there representing Denver. Denver in the house on the big stage.
0: Okay, you brought up Soapbox Derby, Bill. We've got to talk about it. This has been a long time coming. You, you've you got to tell everyone about the controversy where your title was stripped from you unfairly uh, many years ago.
1: We're going to have to dedicate an entire segment to this maybe next week because I would like to clear the air. I absolutely would. Uh, But in 2003, wow, 20 years ago, um, I won the Soapbox Derby World Championships outright. Um, Definitively. And uh, due to some circumstances that were out of our control... Like i said, we will we can dive into this later. I need to prepare these no we're thoughts. we're gonna
0: we're 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 gonna we're gonna get into this next week we're gonna have to we, i i it's too deep of a story to just brush over right cause there's a lot to it
1: right it is layered deserves uh its own little netflix or sports center documentary or whatever um yeah, so I won outright and uh just as a teaser, I won't even get into the details, but, um, they claimed that they could smell epoxy in my rear axle. And after I had already taken all the pictures, run up on the parade with Ricky Craven, Tony Stewart, Ricky Rudd, I think might've been there. Um, you know, waving to all my, my fellow racers. They, uh, they stripped the title from me. And, uh, yeah, it was a uh, tough time, tough time for sure. I was in Sports Illustrated. I think I even did a radio interview in California. Uh, it was big time. It was big time.
0: So the WSIC exclusive investigative journalism, we're going to have it next week where Bill uh, un- unveils the truth, unveils the truth of what happened in 2003 when a when a when a young man and his father were stripped of a title that they earned, of world champion soapbox for soapbox derby, wrongly, wrongly stripped. You know, talk about smells, right? You know, hey, uh, you you cook fish in your house, it sticks to your nostrils. Epoxy, that runs deep. And so, so wow, we're gonna get into those facts. We're gonna get into those facts next week. There's some other facts going on. Uh, Have you seen, one of our friends has has continuously sent us these videos of these animals in the ocean just going crazy. Have you seen these, like, whales and stuff that are just, like, coming up on people and, like, body slamming situations? And then now there's this newest story I saw uh, from California. Now you've got otters stealing kids' surfboards in California. Look, and if you're heading to the beach, I'm not trying to freak you out. I don't really do the ocean too much. The ocean, the ocean for me, um, you know, there's just two things like that my body just doesn't get along with uh, sand and salt water. So, so the beach itself is a bit of a, a conundrum for me. I love the the freeness of the beach, right? The having the fun, having the good time. More of a mountain man myself. Uh, shout out App State. Another little Luke Combs plug there. But these animals are going a little berserk. And you got to wonder what's going on. What's going on? You know, there was that documentary on Netflix uh, about, like, ocean and, like, environment and, like, what's really killing the ocean. Did Did you see this? I can't remember what the documentary was called. But the result of the documentary was the real problem, Bill? Sushi. The fact that we eat so much sushi and the nets from us catching the fish being left in the ocean because you gotta cut the line, right? And so think about how much sushi is consumed, how much fish is consumed uh, in a single day, a single week, a single month. And the theory is now, because of sushi, that's why our ocean is dying. Because of us eating all the fish and leaving our trash by catching them, that's the real issue. It's a crazy documentary. I mean, they had some facts, they had the facts on there. I don't remember what the documentary was called, but I know I watched it. And then the other one that I've seen, did you ever watch Blackfish? Did you ever see that one? That one's like the behind the scenes of like uh, a sea world and the, the, the aquatic centers. You seen that one? Oh yeah. That one was, <laughs> dude, I used to want to be an oceanographer like that. Like growing up for me, free Willy was my favorite movie. I mean, it was the VHS was on repeat. Like, you know, you'd finish and then you'd have to, hit, you know, you hit rewind. And you're waiting about three minutes before you can watch it again, but that was on on repeat in the house daily, and so Blackfish was crazy with the behind the scenes of the SeaWorld stuff, and then you wonder why they pulled all the all the and then you can't swim with them anymore, not in captivity, but in the ocean, because if you watch the documentary about like in the ocean, um, you know Discovery Discovery Channel's got some cool ones. Um, I, I'm a big I love the ocean, like watching it and seeing it again. I just don't like salt water and sand. I like watching it on the TV though, and learning about it. There's like killer whales have never like eaten someone in the in in the wild, and it was like uh, who's the guy who directed uh, Avatar? Cam- Cameron something? Jimmy Cameron, James Cameron. James Cameron. Uh, he was like part of this Discovery Channel documentary, I think, is what it was, or through Disney or something, and he he was like. They, they did all this footage. And there was like this moment where this, this orca brought a stingray as like a peace offering to the people of like, we are one. Majestic creatures, majestic creatures. But there's videos now of these whales going crazy. They're not like eating people, but they're body slamming boats. And it's pretty wild. And now the sea otters, right? So now they're talking to each other. Now they're communicating, "Hey, we'll run we'll run flank. You guys go on in as the infantry and just take take all the surfboards." And so really at the end of the day, are we is it sushi? Is sushi the issue here? It's a conundrum. Now now I'm going to feel bad whenever I go eat sushi. Probably. We're in,
1: a, we're in a pretty tough spot. I I think they got us surrounded.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to feel that bad about sushi. I'm gonna still eat it. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a terrible human being. I don't know. Either way, Christina Bartolotta of Rise Up Cafe is gonna be in studio with us. Looking forward to hearing about Rise Up Cafe in Huntersville. You're listening to good morning LKN eight four four studio four. What's on your mind today? Good morning, LKN, Justin Kazepis, with the honor and the privilege of being joined in studio now by one of the greats, Christina Bartolotta. How are you doing this morning? I am well. How are you today? Doing well. Now, uh, breakfast. Yes. Wow. An important meal of the day. They say the most. They say the most. Okay, so if this is the most important meal of the day, let's let's get it started right. What is your favorite breakfast dish ever?
2: Ever. Oh goodness, my favorite breakfast dish ever is probably chicken and waffles.
0: Chicken and waffles. <laughs> yeah,
2: I like to add an egg on there. Okay. You mix it up a little.
0: Chicken. That's a bold statement.
2: It is bold.
0: You know, that's one of that might be one of my favorites. It's fantastic. And you and your husband, Titus, now own Rise Up Cafe in Huntersville, Uh off of Billet is it a uh, Burkdale Commons Parkway, Burkdale Village? Where, where, yeah,
2: so uh, Rise Cafe is Burkdale Crossing Drive, yeah. Uh, you know, it's right beside that Jimmy John's and Hickory Tavern area, yeah, so it's just kind of across adjacent to the Burkdale.
0: So, if you're going down Sam- Samford Highway 73, that shopping center that's kind of before Burkdale, if you're heading toward the highway, or if you're coming from the other side, it's just after right. turn lane in, you can get to Easy it nicely, Casey, yes. yeah. Been there before a few times. so when did you and titus acquire rise up cafe
2: um so we got rise cafe on the 26th of june okay that's when we officially took over
0: and so am i calling i thought it was rise up cafe is it just rise cafe It's
2: rise cafe but you can certainly rise up because
0: that's what i thought i thought it was rise up cafe and so because when i'd see the sign the did you guys change the logo or are you looking at changing the logo or Uh what are you thinking
2: so we have a new logo. It's Rise Cafe. okay, And I can see how it would lead you to rise up because of the yeah. sun and the, yeah. all
0: that jazz. Because so. you guys have done a great job already with – and you guys have business experience. You and Titus have wonderful business experience already deep, heavy in the community, had a nonprofit, multiple businesses. You guys are entrepreneurs. That's a fact. And <laughs> <laughs> and so when we think about breakfast and we think about an experience of somebody coming in um, – People who have been to Rise Cafe before probably remember, you know, the little bit of smokiness and the hood in there and that. And now you were just telling me, though, you guys are swapping out some equipment and getting a new experience going on in there
2: yeah so we're, we're upgrading quite a bit of stuff they did a great job with it I we loved that cafe um, and when we went into it it just felt like a god thing uh, one of the things was the smoke though and it's an uphill battle that challenge but we're getting a custom thing installed for the hood system uh, so that should that metal should be in hopefully Sunday so hopefully that'll happen this next week okay
0: so you're like actively doing this so like god. right now yeah. like it's like well, you're like Sunday so in and I just saw It click so for our fam on the video stream on wsicnews.com, Facebook.com, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn. They could have seen that light bulb just go off. You're very operations and system oriented.
2: As fact, yeah, that's my comfort zone. I like processes. I like procedures. I love people, and I think we can do best by them if we just follow the plan. (laughs) Okay. With pivotability.
0: So. Cooking an egg and that <laughs> process seems pretty straightforward, but I'm going to guess it's probably a little bit more complicated
2: than yeah, that. Yeah, it's a little complicated, and I think you can ask anyone who's been in a culinary school. They'll tell you it's got a lot to do with a lot more than just making that egg, right? Yeah. Uh, we want to make it right for sure, but there's a lot that happens beforehand. We've got to control food costs, but we we want quality to be very, very high. So we hold our vendors to a very high standard, and we hold our team to a high standard, candidly. Uh, So we're hands-on training them, making sure they understand food temperature, danger zones, how to control the heat, how to to control the environment around them, and how to move the vendors when something comes in that's just not top quality. If it doesn't meet our standard, it goes back immediately. So, yeah, it's time management, too. There's a lot behind an egg.
0: Inventory control yeah. for any business has been wild since COVID. Yeah. For the food industry in particular, how how are you managing that uh, these days? Is it all local or no? Is it, you got national vendors, a l- little bit of local, a little bit of both. How's that go?
2: Well, first we pray. <laughs>
0: <laughs> step one. Yes, that's
2: step one as we pray. Um, and then we do as much local as humanly possible. If we can find it local, we do. Um, like I said, we hold them to a very high standard. We have gotten a really good relationship with Gordon Food Services recently. They're a Christian-based company. They have great values. They align with us. So um, we found great um, great strengths partnering with them. But we also reach out to, to local farms and folks like that. So we're building those other relationships. Right now, Gordon is our number one, um, and then we go off of that.
0: So Rise Cafe uh, off Highway 73, Sanford Road in Huntersville. I'm speaking with Christina Bartolotta. Can I call you? Uh, what should I? What, what do you call your official title there? Do you have an official title, I, or is culture like, "Hey, we're just family"?
2: Candidly, we don't do roles. I, I know that sounds silly, but if you if you see a business card when they come, it'll just have my name on it. There and you go. Titus will be the same. That's yeah. right.
0: Rise Cafe, where everyone's family.
2: That's it. What do
0: you think? Is I that a pretty it. good That's
2: a new tagline? Yeah. You do it,
0: we'll it. So you you also do some cooking in the restaurant, is what you were telling I me do. as well.
2: You can find me most Tuesdays behind that grill.
0: Tuesdays? Why Tuesdays? Is that just the day you like to cook? <laughs> it's is my that just day off. it hits?
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> Well, there's no day off for an entrepreneur, and you know that. Uh, so what what would you say that you've seen to be your most popular requested dish thus far?
2: You know, if people seem to still love that stuffing muffin. It's, um, it's an English muffin with ham and egg, and, and sometimes it has cheese, sometimes it doesn't. And they just love it. It's an easy-to-eat sandwich, and it comes with a lot of deliciousness.
0: What do you think is the most fun dish to make that you enjoy cooking? The bacon jam. Bacon jam it makes
2: me happy on the inside every time I make it.
0: Okay, so are you process-wise? You're a yes. process person. That's why I love it. A- am I take? Is it strawberries or what's the jam? What's in the jam?
2: Uh, so it depends on how I feel that day. Sure. Frankly, um, but in an effort to keep consistency, I actually use like a balsamic vinaigrette and reduce it down. So we make um, we take very thick bacon. It's just, you know, everyone loves bacon. Thick cut. I mean, it's got to be. If it's not thick cut, it just doesn't work, right? (laughs) So we take the thick cut bacon, we get Vidalia onions, we reduce those things down independently, marry them together, add some spices, add some herbs, and then that balsamic uh, vinaigrette, and a dash of coffee makes it work.
0: Just a dash of coffee? Just a dash. Okay, so is that the secret ingredient? Is the coffee into it, you it think? It is. Or? It's not
2: a secret anymore, now is it? Uh, well, that's
0: okay. <laughs> See, this is what I found as an entrepreneur myself. You can give the playbook to nine to 100% of people. 99.9% of them won't touch it. That's It'll right. collect dust. Mm-hmm. So you and Titus have said, no, 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 we're going to live our life to the fullest, and we're going to execute, which I love about that. That's, yes. that's, a, that's a... You can't teach that, right? right. Like, to a degree. You've got to want it, and you guys that's want right. it. So, okay, what's Titus doing right now? Is he over there cooking at Rise Cafe as we speak, or what?
2: As we speak, he's with a client. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But he'll be at Rise Cafe tonight, and so will I. So we're there uh, before and after hours, and then we pop in during hours periodically. I'm there almost every day, and he's there probably almost every day, too.
0: What culturally do you guys want the experience to be like for people when they walk in?
2: I want it to feel comfortable. Uh, I don't care who you are or where you're from, what your background is or or any of that. I just want you to feel welcome. So culturally, you're welcome here.
0: And so do you think at this point you guys are hitting that mark? Like would you say culturally you guys are there or or are you always looking at something to improve?
2: We're always looking for shiftings, right? I, I don't think you're ever really there when it comes to those types of things. I think that there's always a, a little adjustment that can be made here or there. And as long as it doesn't go against our core values, obviously, we're comfortable to shift.
0: Tell me a little bit before we go to break about the team, because you're big on teams. You I guys you guys understand like you can't do it on your own.
2: No, and I'd never want to either. A-
0: and so, how? It, what's you, like your thought process when you go into building a team and and executing a vision and a strategy? What 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 is that process like for you in your mind?
2: Uh, so we came and dined there many times before we decided to take over uh, so that we could get a feel for the place and the environment and the people and we could kind of watch them. Uh, So as we were watching, obviously we take notes. This is kind of what you do. And when we came in, we introduced ourselves. We wanted to make sure folks were comfortable and they understood that we want to keep as many of them as humanly possible. Uh, We want to keep most of what's in place, right? Um, and then after that, we expand upon it. So we make shiftings. Now, they've had to deal with some big adjustments, <laughs> candidly. Sure. Uh, but they've, they're pivoting really well, and we always want to hear them. So our goal is to understand that everyone's in the trenches in their own way, and everyone's got their own perspective. So if we get everyone's vision in view, then we can get everyone aligned with the vision, yeah. if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. So that's what we look for. We look for consistency, and we look for the want um, and the will because the rest can be taught right if you I, if i can get you to want it uh and will it then you can learn it
0: okay christina bartolotta she's joining us one more segment you stick with me right
2: uh, i'm here okay
0: rise cafe off highway 73 Sanford road it's real close it's real real close good morning lkn we're coming
3: right back Good morning, LKN.
0: Justin Kazepis sitting next to the wonderful Christina Bartolotta, uh new co-owner of Rise Cafe in Huntersville. Co-owner with her husband, Titus. Family-run business. That's right. Wanting to provide an excellent food culinary experience yeah. for the taste buds That's right. first thing in the morning. Yeah. What are the hours of, of, for Rise Cafe if people want to go by there?
2: We're 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday.
0: So that's an early start to the day. Is it? Well, I'm imagining the doors open at 7, but the work probably starts a little bit earlier than that. Yeah. yeah. Quite a bit. So, so, are you there at like 3 a.m. getting things prepped and the eggs ready, or there how does many that typically go? We're up at
2: 3 a.m. Yeah. But, uh, no, we've got a pretty good process down. Um, so, we've got it set up so that we prep after and before. Uh, so, really, by 6 a.m., 6.30, we can kind of have it rolling ready to go. Okay. Yeah.
0: And so, when you think about that food and culinary experience for people, Food unites people. It does, regardless of belief, background, creed, motto. You sit down over a fresh plate of hot eggs and some bacon. You can you can get some things done in life. You
2: can resolve some issues. Maybe into war. We don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> How important was that when you guys were looking at Rise Cafe and thinking about okay, food? Like, was it food that drew you in, or was it the business model? Was it the financials? What was it that drew you in into wanting to buy Rise Cafe?
2: So uh, we first and foremost feel like it's a God thing. So we feel like it's driven by God. Uh, But I think that he sets us up many years in advance for what we're supposed to do, if that makes sense. Uh, So my husband and I both have culinary industry experience, and we have both gone to culinary school. It's something that just resonates, I think, with humanity, right? You've got to eat to survive. But the quality of the food that you have impacts the quality of your life. So for us, if we could provide a different level of quality for folks lives through the meal why not right yeah. so we're driven in that capacity but also you know you come together like family over a meal it's it's some of the best conversations you'll ever have and so what we see there is people just building themselves and building their culture and building their community and if we could be a part of building community why not that's amazing so that's what drove us the food is kind of uh it's it's the transporter but what's happening around the food matters.
0: There you go. So Rise Cafe, we can check. you can check them out on Facebook. Um, Rise Cafe is the page. And then Rise Cafe LKN on Instagram is where you can go to check out um, Rise Cafe. Again, they're on Highway 73 Sanford Road in Huntersville. Uh, right in the little shopping center around Burkdale. Right, right around Berkdale, Berkdale right there. Wonderful little spot to go in for uh, breakfast and to have a great conversation. Yes. And the conversations that happen uh, from the business side. So, okay, what's been the biggest shock so far for you and Titus since starting uh, in with Rise Cafe?
2: It, there's a stretching that comes with owning a restaurant that you can't anticipate. There's all. There are always things that... Um, unexpectedly occur. Uh, I'll tell you, we've had a plumber there every day for the first four days. Ooh, that'll <laughs> so, get you. That'll get that you. That got us going for sure. So we uncovered quite a bit of things that just needed to be addressed. And you don't know they need to be addressed till you know, right? Oh yeah. And there there was uh, there was a lot of other day. But I can tell you the vendors that we have been working with have gone above and beyond. Because for us, it was very important not to miss a day. We didn't want any employee to lose income. So we didn't want to close it for a month, get it right, and go, right? right. So our shifting, our signs aren't even up yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's coming in August. Yeah. But we want to make sure that the folks uh, who are coming there periodically or regularly, they have this similar experience while the people who are working there don't lose out. So we've got vendors coming all hours of the night, on Sundays. It's been, it's, that part's probably been the trickiest.
0: How would you describe the, the for the food? Is it is it more like old-fashioned breakfast? Or are you guys trying to be these fancy culinary, like with the colors and the pl- Plate setup and all
2: that. I think we're going to integrate a little bit of both. Uh, I think flavor profile is our top priority. I do believe you eat with your eyes before you eat with your mouth, but we're, we're pretty old school too. So there's some classic that's just, they have to stay classic, right? So those things work and they're beautiful. We're going to shift it gently. We don't want to culture shock the folks.
0: Okay. And but I get creative. Well, that's great. Yeah. I mean, you got to have some creativity. You got to have some, some differentiation. So you brought up chicken and waffles. Look, I did. Look, chicken and waffles is probably. A, a long-term staple of if you're going to claim chicken and waffles, tell me about the chicken because that's yeah. also important too, right? Which maybe people don't think about chicken for breakfast too often, but when you're thinking chicken and waffles, why yeah. well, it's, it's great it's protein. Chicken. It's good. It's yeah. good protein. High protein. Are we product. talking super crispy, uh, delicious, flaky? What's kind of our style?
2: Yeah, super crispy, and we're keeping that part simple too, because again, we don't want to culture shock the folks, right? So you think chicken fingers? Yeah. Chicken fingers. It's got the perfect ratio, if we really look at it, of outside crisp, inside moistness. And so if you partner that crisp, moist with the fluffy waffle and the spicy um, sauce that I put on there and then a little bit of powdered sugar, your flavor profiles are going off. Your mouth is going, everything is here, all the textures, all the flavors. I just drooled on the
0: table for Uh, those that did not see that. By the So you put a little spice to it, you said. I do.
2: I make that syrup. Um, So that's a Christina special.
0: Wow. Yeah. So you have a custom, like, are you going to start bottling that up and selling that? What do you think? Is that no, in the no, works? we're
2: giving it out, seeing how it goes. People, the feedback's good, so maybe. Let's do it.
0: Why oh, not? Uh, throw it out. Let's just do it. Let's add it to the list. Yeah. You know, it's let's okay. Yeah. Okay, so we've got chicken and waffles. We've got the classic. you got the jam. What was the jam you the said? The bacon jam? Bacon jam. Yeah. What about that? You guys jarring that up and selling that out yet? Or I why? mean,
2: people love it. Uh, so well, what, why not? We'll add it to the <laughs> list. We'll see how it goes.
0: For now, you have to go into Rise Cafe to get this That's delicious. Right. And yeah. you got to go there. you got to see the atmosphere. I'm excited to see kind of how the brand evolves for you guys, too. You guys have a long-term mindset. You're not looking at just, like, flipping this thing and going, going about your business. How important is the local community to you and Titus?
2: Extremely important. I mean, we see the local community as an extension of ourselves, as family. So the, when we come into a place, that's our home. And this is our home. So our kids are being raised here. So, we, yeah, this is the, the community.
0: And so, how long have you guys been in Huntersville? Oh. Or the Lake Norman area, we'll yeah, say.
2: Over a decade. Uh, so, uh, I'm, but I grew up in Charlotte. So, I've been in the area most of my life, right? Yeah. Um, so, probably 15 ish years now.
0: So you guys have seen some change happening here locally in the area. How has, um, with the different businesses and and the relationships you guys have, you guys have deep relationships with a lot of uh, business owners and community leaders. How have you seen that evolve and how are you applying that to um, Rise Cafe as well?
2: Well, so the, the growth and the depth of relationship matters. So... Watching the community evolve and grow um, tactfully is important, right? So we just want to be a part of that piece of it. We don't want to overwhelm and we don't want to overcome, but we want to exist and we want to contribute. So we're using those connections to continue to contribute and build up the Lake area.
0: And so if you think about... um... We talked about culturally what you want the atmosphere to be like. How, are you like even looking at like you know menus? Like you're, are you analyzing even the layout on the menu is important? Where things go and how the eyes work and how the mind works? How, are you guys analyzing even to that degree?
2: Yes, there have <laughs> been many many nights of late watching uh, different menu scenarios. You know, contrasting colors and how things sit and where the eye goes first. Yes, absolutely. And, and putting things on one side of the menu that maybe don't look like they belong there to get that side of the menu exposure, yeah.
0: And so do you, have you landed on something or is it just like you guys like kind of, we'll just change it up every week if we had to. Well,
2: we have the initial menu out, that was uh, important because we wanted people to see immediately that most of it didn't change. Yeah. Uh, so now the shiftings will begin to happen over the coming year or so. Where we'll have some specials out and have some pre-menu kind of ideas like smaller menus and see what kind of works and goes. So we'll continue to shift and grow.
0: Kids, yes. I've got two.
2: Good. That's good.
0: And if I bring my kids to a restaurant, yeah. I'm just praying they're not going to be rowdy out of control <laughs> and flipping over the chairs and throwing forks. My daughter, my daughter chooses violence some days, oh, okay? okay. We She's too so it's okay. She, oh, okay. <laughs> That's where you'd stick <laughs> us. Yeah, the two Yeah, you guys are outside. Yeah, you guys are outside. Uh, how would you would you describe it as a family-friendly atmosphere?
2: You can see my kids there most days, so yeah. Absolutely, in the
0: back, like working or yeah, what? so like- <laughs> you'll see.
2: Uh, it's well, one one particularly because he's more driven in that capacity. The other's a bit more artistic, but you'll see him. He's like got a towel. He's trying to wipe tables, and we're like, "Hey, Noah, you're doing a great job, buddy. Can we come over here though, right now, and let the people do the thing?" So, but he interacts with everyone. He's a crowd pleaser.
0: Wait, your son's name is Noah. Yes, yeah, my son's name is Noah. Look at that. That's going to get confusing Noah. when it, when they it, we're going to have to figure that. I'll out. I'll go
2: That's Noah gonna... Baboa, and he'll know I'm talking to him. It's fine. It's <laughs> got it covered.
0: That'll be your my Noah yeah. will not understand. This. Right, so, Daddy, what did she call me? Right. That's, right. <laughs> right. So when you think about like you guys ingraining as your family into this business. Uh, why, why do you feel that that's so important? Why is it just a, a, the fact that, hey, our family even wants to be involved at an entire level, generational level?
2: That's right. We want a multi-generational level here, and we want it to, to continue going for many, many years. We want to give our children opportunities that we didn't have, but we want them to see that it takes work. We don't want them to think that, hey, here you go life just happens. They need to be a part of it. The building and the growing. And they're going to learn things and pick up things that they wouldn't otherwise get. And if we've got the opportunity to teach them that, I can't see why we wouldn't.
0: Is there like a restaurant, breakfast restaurant convention that you guys like go to to like get these cool <laughs> ideas and do stuff? Or is literally like you guys just have to come up with it and research and find it on your own?
2: We find it on our own research it. But I, you know, from my culinary experience and, and his, we've got a lot of chef chef friends so we still we have been deep in the food world and I did some personal chefing for many years um throughout before this happened so uh I've I've stuck in that world it just gets in your blood you know
0: do you get bored easily
2: no no uh I wouldn't say bored I would say creative I create differently. Okay. I, I like to create. I like to see how much I can stretch a thing and how far I can take a thing uh, when it comes to the food. So I want to see, uh, can I adjust that presentation or what happens if I add this flavor? So bored, maybe not, but but that's probably because I'm always doing
0: well, you you <laughs> y- 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 you were you told me before off-air that uh, Titus is normally the one who does these speaking videos, but I feel yes. like I got the inside access right now with you, <laughs> and so I- I- I'm grateful, honored, blessed to-, to be able to sit with you here at this table. Thank you so much for coming in. We appreciate yes. it for our very first Food Friday, by the way. This is oh, Good Morning nice, Kids' very Friday. first Food Friday. Rise Cafe in Huntersville off Highway 73, Sanford Road. Rise Cafe on Facebook. That's their Facebook page. Rise Cafe LKN on on Instagram, you got to taste the food. This chicken and waffles, this spicy syrup, uh, the bacon jam. Mm, my mouth is watering. Uh, wow. Thank you, Christina. Good <laughs> Thank morning. you so much for your time. Good morning, LKN. 844-STUDIO-4. We'll see you on the other side.
3: Good morning, LKN.
0: It's Food Friday. Gonna have a little, we're gonna do a little treat later for Bill too. Cause, uh, it's also National Ice Cream Day on Sunday. Sunday is National Ice Cream Day. My top dessert is ice cream. I will house a gallon of ice cream and I will be unchallenged in the time I can do it in. But I'm not going to do that right now. But, but, Bill, are you an ice cream fan? There is always
1: room for ice cream.
0: Okay. So what we're going to do, Demi should be bringing by a couple of pints. And what we're going to do is we're going to blindfold Bill later on uh, at the end of the show. And he's going to have to try to guess the flavor. That's what we're going to do. We're going to blindfold Bill. So you're going to want to be on Facebook. You're going to want to be on the video stream, wsicnews.com, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. Uh, You're going to want to see Bill blindfolded, and he's going to have to guess the flavor of some ice cream. That's what we're going to do. And, Bill, you didn't know that that was going to happen, by the way.
1: I have a range of emotions. Overall, I think excitement is kind of taking the lead. Blindfold Bill. Could be
0: Bill the Buffer is now Blindfold Bill. Here we go. <laughs> and that that'll be your uh, your your uh, what counterpart name or something? What what is that? The different character, right? Alter ego. Alter ego. That's what I was looking for. Thank you for that. Right.
1: The, the only thing I'm worried about, Justin, is that I I feel like you're starting me soft with with the ice cream, and then your next challenge would will probably be a step up and then a step up and then another step up and
0: oh we're going straight joe rogan fear factor on this sucker that's that's what we're gonna land uh big thanks to uh christina bartolotta rise cafe in huntersville off uh highway 73 uh you're gonna you're gonna want to go check it out it's a cool it's a cool spot it's a cool breakfast spot delicious food uh check them out seven to three seven to three that's the thing about breakfast spots you gotta get there before they close right like it's not breakfast twenty four hours in a day, so you got you got to get there when when you can. Uh, she was talking about that, that the crispy wa- chicken and waffles with this like special like spicy sauce she makes. That's that's the next plate for me there. That's gonna be that's gonna be the next plate. I, I try to at breakfast do like a little bit of healthiness with the omelets. You know, I'm trying to get better about it. Um, I'm trying to talk, one of the hard struggles for me is like the French fries and the hash browns. Like it's just so good, but trying to stay away from it. But uh, and you know they make they. Fire. They do they do a great job. Uh so check them out. They are the rebranding. They got the new logo signage coming and all this. Um it's exciting. And I always love supporting uh local restaurants, local businesses. Um we do that across the board. Joe Vagno Local Biz Now. Every week this dude has somebody coming on another local business. So you're gonna want to watch his show Mondays at four o'clock. He's really the business expert. He's your guy. He's an expert in business, knows a lot of stuff about business behind the scenes. Uh, and, and so Joe Vagnone, local biz now check him out Mondays at four o'clock. He's going to be on vacay on Monday, but I'm going to get him on the morning show too. Whenever he gets back in town, we coming back for somewhere tropical, super tan. Uh, you know, he's going to, he's going to be ready to go fired up and I'm going to get him on the morning show too. So he can educate us on business and how business really works. Cause he's got like 30, he's got like a hundred years experience, right? Joe vagno has been doing business for like a hundred years. And so we're going to, we're going to get, we're going to try to pull some of that out. Uh, Bill, yesterday, we, 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 we may have sparked controversy yesterday. We were talking about lefties. Look, there's some hate going on in lefties in the world. It's, it's a, it's a grind. It's, it's a struggle. And, and it's shifted over the years that like, you know, lefties, have, you know, some things have had to change. I mean, my kids are both left-handed. Noah and Emmy both are. I'm not, Demi's not, not left-handed. We're both right-handed. My mom's right-handed. My dad was right-handed. Uh, I think Demi's parents are both right-handed, and so for us it's been a learning curve. And I and I got I owe an apology because if I've ever said anything negative about lefties in the past, I'm gonna go ahead and apologize because now I'm learning. You know, I learned by experience. I mean, we've had to buy the left-handed scissors. You know, if I and if I think back to like Jimi Hendrix, like the story about him like flipping the guitar over, right? Left-handed having to play the guitar like upside down. But then you start researching there's some famous people that were left-handed albert einstein was left-handed they say like lefties are more creative would you agree with that bill because you're lefty bias but
1: of course more creative better <laughs>
0: Okay, I didn't say, like, let's swing the pendulum, like, to the other side uh, and, and go full-on, like, lefties are better than righties. Like, let's not do that. We're all, we're all equal. How about that, Bill? Let's focus on that. Uh, That's fair. LeBron James is left-handed. LeBron James. Oprah Winfrey is left-handed.
1: Wolfgang Amadeus.
0: Who's that? Composer. <laughs> oh, well, oh like, is that Wolfgang Puck? No. No. That's a different one.
1: Nikola Tesla.
0: Oh, there you go. Tesla. Like the creator of Tesla?
1: No. Like the inventor of many
0: things. Like battery, batteries?
1: No. Possibly.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, now I'm wondering how creative lefties really are, Bill. I feel like, are, are the lefties really that creative? If, this, if we don't have the guy who created the battery, that if he was righty, then really what's Babe the point? Ruth? Babe, Babe Ruth is a is a pretty strong one too. There's a few lefties. Prince William, Prince William's lefty. There's a few. And so look, we've got to we've got to figure this out. Um, I think we could do a test though. There's some way we got to quantify. Is it is there anything you know? Is, is is it better to be lefty or righty? And I think that's going to apply situation to situation where the secret is going to be really what the end result is. And we can go ahead and tell you what the end result is. It's better when we work together. It's better when we work together. And someone who, who else is like really creative and really gives the insight, Dr. Nicole Eastman. Did you hear her show last week? The L Show? Oh, man. Oh, man. Fridays from three to four, we've got Dr. Nicole Eastman, who's a pharmacist out of Cornelius Rose Pharmacy. Her show is called The L Show. And I was nervous last week, I learned a lot. So she's focusing on women's health. We still have Dr. Fred. Dr. Fred fo- focusing on, on, on major health issues, natural medicine, genius. Dr. Fred, genius. Dr. Eastman, also genius. But Dr. Eastman, when I was talking to her, she, want, she, want, she said, look, we really need to address some of this women's health stuff going on. We need a platform to be able to speak about real women's health situations that occur. So she's got her series "Hot Girl Summer" going on, and doc, Dr. Eastman's going to be be talk. talk Dr. Eastman's going to be on uh, at eight fifteen uh, to talk about her show. And guys, it's the inside track. It's the inside track. You want to know what's going on with your lady? Dr. Eastman's show can help. We've got Hope on the phone. Hope's calling in with some facts about lefties today. Uh, curious what Hope's got to say. Hope, how are we doing this morning?
4: Well, good morning. I'm doing great. And your interviewing just is such a good start to the day. You're so good with your people, but uh, very kind. To the left-handed subject. Thank you. Um, and you as well. Uh, My mother's a smart woman, and she explained to me that if you don't switch your hip when you're holding your baby and doing things, then, like, since you were right-handed, your wife's right-handed, and your parents were, that puts baby on left hip, which makes baby have to hang on to the shoulder with the right arm, and their only free hand to work with is their left hand, and then they're watching you work with your right hand, and so they're mimicking what you're doing, but it's with their left hand. And so for your back and for the baby's ambidextrous possibilities, Switch hips while you hold these children While you're doing your work And then it will open your mind to be using your left hand now
0: Okay, so Hope just gave us the inside And Hope, we're going to we're gonna have to go to break here uh, Hope just gave us The inside life hack You can choose whether your kid Will be left or right handed That's breaking news Scientifically proven by Hope You hang on, depending on the hip you put your baby on uh, That's going to determine Good morning, LKN. 844-STUDIO-4. Dr. Eastman's up next. Good morning, LKN. LKN. Justin Kazepis. Kazepis. We are uh, rolling right through. We're at uh, 818 on this Friday morning. July 14th. Already halfway through the month. Trying to get as much knowledge as I can during this summer, but it's hot out there. It's hot. And someone who's spicing things up is Dr. Nicole Eastman. Inside track into uh, the things of ladies. And I am honored to be joined by Dr. Eastman right now. Doc, how we doing this morning?
4: Hey, we are good. We are good. Keeping it hot, Justin. Keeping it hot.
0: You you got a series (laughs) going on right now that's hot. Hot Girl Summer. You're rocking and rolling.
4: (laughs) Yes, Hot Girl Summer. Uh, we did our first installment, Characteristics of a Hot Girl. Whew! We talked about that last week. And this week, showing up again, we are talking about women grabbing testosterone by the testes. Yes, yeah, so it is going to be another great show.
0: Okay. Well hold on. Now now okay, before I thought I was like last week I got the inside <laughs> track on how what's going on with with ladies and what, what how how the body is shifting, right? We talked you talked a lot about that. Yes. Now wait a mm-hmm. second. Should we mm-hmm. we as men should we be nervous right now with this conversation or is this going to help us out too?
4: This is good. listen, I understand that 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 title may seem aggressive right, to men, but just, no, don't be worried. This is all about women and and dispelling those myths about testosterone being only for men, being only beneficial to men. Remember, the L show is about leaning in the things that we typically don't talk about. That's what the L stands for. So men should actually tune in and they can learn even more around what we started talking about last week.
0: And I'm leaning in. I just leaned in right now. Physically, I just leaned into this microphone because, okay, before when we chatted uh, and you had told me, okay, this is what we're going to talk about, I said, okay, let's let's do this. And then, like, after last week, Bill and I, Bill the Buffer, the producer behind the scenes, we're talking, and we realized this is the inside track. Like, you're giving men access to what is really happening with ladies and how Mm -hmm. they think. I mean, on a relationship level right now, I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like, hey, Dr. Eastman, between me and you, it's been a pretty good week at home. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I've, I've been Absolutely. able to have some conversations that uh, <laughs> help keep my wife happy, mostly. Now, I've messed up. I've yes. had some back steps. Don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. but
4: I can't believe that, Justin. I can't believe that at all.
0: Well, you look, we're, we're getting to know each other, Dr. Eastman. You're going to learn real quick that I, I act a fool at home. You know, wait till you see When my kids come walking through here and start breaking things, you're going to realize, too, that uh, we're just like everybody else at the yes. house. So what makes you what makes it so um important to you to want to talk about these issues that really aren't widely discussed on a mainstream level.
4: You know what, Justin, you, what you just said. So because they're not wide, widely discussed on a mainstream level, we got to make we have to normalize the conversations about what women maturing past that age of 40 are thinking about what our concerns are what our issues are things that we we cannot control um, how our body fluctuates hormones it is just a natural biological process right but during this process so many things happen uh, we talked about last week we had you know our libido issues you know vaginal issues with dryness we talked about emotional mental all of that stuff but we don't have a platform where we can talk about it openly. When we're having these girly conversations with each other, uh, we, we we go all out, right? And we but but we want to bring that to to market. There's no commercial about things that are going on with with women my age. There's no marketing to us, so we need somewhere we can talk about these things and be open and share. We want to normalize what has been essentially kind of pushed to the side and tabooed a bit. So that's why we're going to take that that gloves off approach to having these conversations so the l show is about leaning into those conversations so
0: I, i'm literally visualizing like when we'll have some friends over it's you know wives sticking together in the room and they're talking and like there's no men around yep. and then i walk into the room and it's like oh hey honey and it's like well wait a second wait the, the yes. atmosphere just shifted real fast yes, when i whole stepped energy in here
4: changes right what were the y'all talking changes. about?
0: Oh, nothing. We were just talking. We were talk, having you
4: know, one of these conversations. We were just chit-chatting.
0: <laughs> we were just chit-chatting. And it's yep. like, if y'all are Egg chit-chatting Egg. like that, we as men had no idea.
4: No idea. No, no. But we're going to give you insight. We're going to give you some insight. So, you know, this show will equip you to walk into that room and have a feeling about what they were chit-chatting about.
0: So that's my goal, <laughs> right? Like that I can walk into the room and I could just, yeah. And I could just sit down. No, no, no. It's okay. What were we talking about? Were we talking about menopause? What were we talking? Let's keep talking about it. Like, and I could just sit there naturally as part exactly. of the conversation. I think her That's friends are going to be really freaked out by that if I do that. But my goal, I'm going to break through this, <laughs> Dr. Eastman. You're going to help me do it.
4: Yes, yes, yes. Breakthrough. You're going to normalize. You're going to normalize a man being able to walk into a room a, with women sitting around round table. And be able to sit down and get right in that conversation because you will know what they are probably 99.9% talking about.
0: Well, and I'm going to have to start every sentence with, you know, Dr. Nicole Eastman taught me. That's because, like, if I just, like, act like I know this stuff from the top, uh, it's going to get a little weird. But at least if I have a reference point to say that you taught me. There you go. Then it'll be hopefully credibility. That's right. Because, you know, I'm not a doctor. And you are. And so as far as the science side goes, how much time do you spend, like, studying new components? Or is it just once you become a doctor, like, magically you get all this information in your brain it's more like a Rolodex. How's that work?
4: No, my gosh. So it is a lifelong learning. Um, It's lifelong learning. You know, you um, never stop learning. Things change. Research changes. Uh, We, new discoveries, um, new, you know, new studies come out. You know, it's, it, it is a lifelong, lifelong journey. And what our job is, is to, take what we read, what we find out, what we experience from, whether or not it be research from clinical practice, we take those things and then we apply it and we teach it, right, to to our, our, our patients, our clients. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a lifelong thing, but we're here to educate and to make better. We're here to make people feel better. So.
0: Dr. Eastman, yeah. thanks for uh, thanks for chatting with me this morning. I, uh, oh, I nope. guess uh, I guess another another thought too. So your pharmacy is in Cornelius. Uh, it's a very uh, nicely set up boutique pharmacy, and when you walk yes. in. I, I, look, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not a mansplainer. I'm not going to be a mansplainer. But ladies, I think you're going <laughs> to like what you see when you walk in. Guys, you're going to mm-hmm. like what you see. I walked in there. I'm like, oh, this place yeah. is clean. This place is done right.
4: Yes, 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 yes. Thank, thank you for that compliment, Justin. I happen to completely agree with you. <laughs> Men, ladies, you will love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Yes, I am located in Cornelius. Right there on the corner of One Norman and Jeton. It's behind the McAllisters and Circle K. It's that big building. Um, and I am Sweet B Rose Pharmacy and Boutique Apothecary. Thank you so much, Justin, for having me on.
0: Of course. Well, and you and you traditional pharmacy. As far as if someone's got a prescription and all that, you can take care of all mm-hmm. that too. It's not just like you do a lot of natural and 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 what herbs, homeopathics. Do you do all that stuff too? Kind of what what's the the lineup for you in the shop?
4: Yes, yeah, so I uh, we are a uh, primarily compounding pharmacy. So we basically make medication uh, specific to people, specific to to a client. Um, it is nothing that is offered mainstream, um, nothing that you can get, nothing that's uh, manufacturally available. We do things uh, specific, and yes, we also do traditional dispensing as well, um, but very little of that. Which is you know your, your pills of you know your Lisinopril or, or whatever but very little of that. And then we also do the natural stuff as well. So we have vitamin supplements, we do uh, adaptogenic teas, um, CBD, THC, we do all of that stuff. I mean, it's just, we, 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 we have it all. It, it, it's a, it is like a little candy shop for everyone.
0: That's it. Well, if you if you if you need something, if you got something going on, Dr. Nicole Eastman, and then you can check out her show, The L show. We're leaning into these conversations. Yes. That's what yes. we're doing uh, here on WSIC, yes. three o'clock, three to four o'clock. <laughs> uh, Dr. Eastman, thank you so much. Look forward to listening to you and seeing you later.
4: Thank you, Justin. Take care. All right, bye. Bye bye.
0: All right. Dr. Eastman. Look, guys, I, I realize they're tough conversations. We have a lot of tough conversation on the show through our whole lineup. But this stuff, the medical stuff, is real tough. And so Dr. Eastman given the inside track on what's going on with women is 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 it's why. It's wild. It's why it's eye-opening. And then Dr. Fred follows it up. You see, that's the thing, is we did the back to back. People were wondering, Whoa, you got two pharmacists back to back. It's like, yeah, we do. Because they offer two different perspectives. Dr. Eastman, the L show leaning into women's health and and then Uh, Dr. Fred with health talk, leaning into health issues as it relates to policy, as it relates to the scientific study of what's going on, making conscious decisions and being in control of your own life and your own health decisions, Dr. Fred goes deep. And I've had some conversations with him, obviously, on mic and off mic, plethora of knowledge. I mean, you're, a lot of times this is what happens with Dr. Fred. Like, he'll talk about a concept, and everyone's like, ah, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. That seems a little outlandish. Like, six months later on the mainstream media, they're then talking about the components that Dr. Fred is talking about. So, Dr. Fred, I'm going to have him join next week on, on the morning show so so we can get a little inside track into his brain, too. Uh, but you're, you definitely want that back-to-back. If you're looking for some health conversations.
1: We're going to have to start calling – Fridays with a PH, some pharmaceutical Fridays.
0: Ooh, so like and then mix up with some food. So it's kind of like a little bit of a combo going on there. Fridays are going to get busy in here. Fridays are going to get busy. You got a lot going on before the weekend. What's going on for your weekend? 844 Studio 4 if you got something fun planned. Remember you got that community the uh, community calendar. WSICnews.com, you can submit your event, post it there. It's free. Anybody. Bring it out there wsicnews.com. Good morning, LKN. Coming up on the last half hour of the show before the weekend. It's been a fun ride. We'll see you soon. Good morning, LKN. Justin Gazepas. You know, I told you uh, Joe Berg uh, had the inside track, and if you didn't, if you didn't have a chance to catch his show this week yet. Uh, You're missing out on an opportunity. Joe, uh, why don't you go ahead and share with the folks the factual information you've got proving that the NBA draft and the lottery for who gets to pick first, how it's rigged?
5: I have no such information. I don't know what you're doing on your show telling people that I have proof that the NBA is rigged. I have no such
0: proof Whoa, 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 whoa. That's not... Tell the people what you told me, Joe. That's not what you told me.
5: I said that if people did think it was rigged, the reason that they would think it was rigged would be the NBA draft. It's a lottery, and the worst team in the league has the best odds to get the number one pick, and the first team that missed the playoffs has the worst odds to get the number one pick, and that's done behind closed doors. So that's where people think oh, maybe they're, you know, sending the number one overall pick wherever the NBA wants instead of doing a real fair lottery.
0: Okay, so to be fair, uh, I have to maintain my uh, journalistic integrity. I'm going to issue an editorial comment that I was incorrect in my headline and I need to correct it now. (laughs) Joe Berg has proof that the NBA lottery is a Ponzi. Is that better? Is that the better way to think about it?
5: I think whichever way you want to put it is the way that we're going to go with it now.
0: <laughs> I, I, I guess I could just declare whatever it's going to be. It seems like it. Well, I, I, <laughs> look, look people, people want to know the truth about sports, right? And, and so for sports for you right now, um, what's, what's been this time of year? What do you think the, the biggest focus is in the sports
6: world?
5: Oh, man. See, it's weird because July, late July and early August are the slowest times for the sports news cycle. Um, So right now, if you're not paying attention to the MLB, maybe you're paying attention to Wimbledon. Um, But other than that, unless you're a hardcore football fan and you're following every single development from training camp, from OTAs, uh, there's really... Not too much to, uh, to sink your teeth into here.
0: So sports is boring? Is that the headline right now?
5: I don't think that's the headline. I think the headline is that uh, we're getting ramped up here. It, we just passed what is the slowest part of the sports year, which is the MLB All-Star break. Once you get on the other side of the MLB All-Star break, at least you got the trade deadline heating up in baseball. You're coming down to the end of the season, so playoffs are going to be heating up soon. And then once we get to September, we're in football season, we're in basketball season again. We're in hockey season again. so it's it's about to ramp up real fast.
0: Does your girlfriend get frustrated with you with how much you talk about sports?
5: I don't I don't think so. Uh, the good news is she does like football and hockey and hockey being my favorite, that's a massive plus. So I could just talk about hockey whenever I want. The bad news is, She's a fan of Buffalo teams, so I can't really talk about them being the greatest teams in the world.
0: Is that because you disagree with her or you agree with her?
5: Well, so the Buffalo Sabres, the hockey team, hasn't been to the playoffs since the year 1999 or something like that. Uh, And we all know the struggles of the Buffalo Bills. They lost four consecutive Super Bowls before I was even thought. Uh, And they missed the playoffs for 13 years in a row. But the past five years, they've at least been making the playoffs.
0: Well, the Bills had Bills had a kind of rough year this year, a little interesting year. Look, you were talking about the Espies last night. You were talking about uh, what was going on and, and with the Bills. Give us the highlight of, of the Espies.
5: Yeah, so the, probably the, um, the biggest tearjerker from the Espies was when they handed out the Pat Tillman Award, uh, and it was Demar Hamlin from the Bills who handed out the award. Now, if you remember... It was like week fifteen. It was late in the year, just past the new year. Uh, Demar Hamlin was hit in the chest, and his heart stopped on the field. Uh, the doctors brought him back. He's now practicing with the team. He's probably going to play this year. Uh, but that award for the Pat Thomas Service Award went to the entire Buffalo Bills medical staff, uh, and they brought everybody out on the stage, and it was a real emotional moment. Uh, DeMar Hamlin was was sobbing on stage into people's arms. Uh, it it was a real a real nice moment in, uh, during the ESPYS.
0: I uh, I, I fall, watch the Panthers. I don't watch a lot of um, other football. I'll put it on in the background, but I don't follow. You know, I don't religiously watch all the games. That was a Sunday or Monday night game when when that happened, uh, and I know that because I happened to be watching that game. It was late, and I and I had the TV on to fall asleep to, and then all of a sudden that play happens. I I mean, look is the is the sentiment in the NFL now like okay we're gonna consider this a one off or or is it you know some things are gonna be changing based on on what happened?
5: I think they're gonna be saying it as a one off. Now the good news is they do have all the equipment needed to deal with that. They have people who are CPR certified, obviously, and they have. Um, uh, i.e. AEDs or whatever they're called for your chest. I forget the name of them. Exactly. Like
0: defibrillators? And yeah, de- yeah,
5: defibrillators. So they have those on the sideline already. Um, if anything, I would just think that the NFL is going to make sure that all of that, that technology is up to date and working before every single game. Uh, just to make sure, you know, just in case we have this one in a million thing happen again, uh, They're they're going to be just as prepared as the
0: first time. Who you got winning the race this weekend?
5: I think Chase Elliott's going to get the win this weekend uh, only because he absolutely needs to get a win uh, in the next couple of races. Now, we remember he missed a lot of time because of that uh, broken leg from skiing, so he's not currently in the playoffs. He can make it on points, but it's a real uphill battle. I think Chase Elliott's going to get it done this weekend.
0: Wow okay Chase Elliott he called it Bill, Bill, you didn't have a pick yet. did you you didn't you didn't have a pick for the race what, what do you think critique Joe on his pick for Chase Elliott? How you feel?
1: Joe spot on. I'm gonna go with the expert here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go you got you now you've got a, an endorsement uh, from Bill on, on on your pick there, Joe. So we'll see. I'm gonna we're gonna find out on Monday when, when we chat with you uh what's going on what about uh Charlotte FC are they Luke Combs is here in Charlotte so is Charlotte FC away or, Char-
5: or yep Charlotte is actually not in the United States anymore they are in Canada playing Montreal
0: hey oh yes hey, you ever but, been to you ever been to Canada?
5: No I have not I I haven't even been close I think upstate New York is about the closest I've I've ever been
0: okay yeah I've been to Canada once. Uh, Demi and I went to Niagara Falls uh, the Canada side. And nice. uh plum sauce. You ever had plum sauce? I have not had plum sauce. It's uh it's basically the Canadian's version of ketchup. And, yeah. and I could be wrong on, on my on my on my top-notch journalism there as far as what <laughs> they actually consider it. It's pretty good though. It's it's pretty good. And then they do, I can't remember I, I don't know why the name is so mine, but basically like, they do like fry, French fries with like gravy and like cheese curds pile on top.
1: P- poutine.
0: Poutine. That's what it is. Poutine. Bill knows. Poutine. You ever had poutine before? I haven't. I'm wondering if 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 our buddy Pat has. Oh. My f- my
6: favorite is poutine. <laughs> I I find it just a horrible day if I can't have a day without experiencing poutine.
0: So Joe, <laughs> Pat, Pat will make you a fresh home batch of poutine. Uh, Pat, do you make your own poutine at home, or Missanja, or how does that work?
6: We buy it frozen.
0: Costco status? Costco status? (laughs)
6: Stopher's has a, a brand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pat Shannon uh, joining if you've us. Never
6: tried Stopher's poutine. You have never experienced it. It's amazing.
0: You're not living life if you haven't had Stopher's poutine. Four <laughs>
6: minutes in the microwave. That's 50% <laughs> power. You got poutine.
0: Uh, there you go. Mr. Pat Shannon himself, the legend. You can catch him at 9 o'clock for the home ad show. You got to buy. You got to sell. You want to trade. Maybe you got an event going on. Did you lose something? Did you find something? You got a birthday. You got an anniversary. Anniversary. Pat gives out prizes every day, and then Mr. Joe Berg, uh, sports director for WSIC, you can catch his show weekdays from six to seven p.m. The Scoreboard with Joe Berg, where he breaks down the analytics, proving that the NBA lottery draft <laughs> is in fact a Ponzi, uh, and he can do that factually because I told him to do it. And that's Justin, how- yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
6: you have to jump in there anytime you know when Justin yeah. gets going. Is it is it going to be possible for people to email Homie this morning? Because I've just discovered with Frank that our email has been moved.
0: I'm fixing that. That's what I'm doing on break right now. Good morning, LKN eight four four Studio Four. Good morning LKN, Justin Kazepas. Yeah, technology-wise, obviously, we're changing over a lot of stuff. If you're a faithful listener here at WSIC, we appreciate you still sticking around. The email does work. You can send email to ad at wsicnews.com, still for Pat, um, that we were talking about. Pat just can't see what you're sending just yet until I reload his inbox for him on his side, which I'm going to hop on and do that uh, as soon as our show is over. And, and it's, it's Friday, and, and a tradition we're adding every day is our word of the day. And this is where Bill gives me a uh, def or gives me a word, and I have to guess the definition. I can get clues, the type of word it is. Maybe it's an adverb. Maybe it's a noun. And then I can also get it in a sentence from Bill because I got I need some context clues. So, Bill, what's the word of the day?
1: Word of the day. Word of the day. Today's word is lambent, lambent, lambunt, lambunt.
0: Lambent, lambent, lambunt.
1: Lambunt, I'm looking at the pronunciation there, lamb, hard lamb, bunt.
0: And it's a noun, so it's a person, place, or thing. Okay, give it to me in a sentence, please, sir.
1: Oh, excuse me, it's actually an adjective.
0: Oh, it's so an adjective. So that's actually, it's
1: actually here to throw you off.
0: Ooh! Ooh, okay. yeah, jot that down,
1: jot that down. Adjective. Okay. Apologies.
0: So adjectives are, they describe something, I think, is what an adjective Correct. is? Correct. Okay, got this it. This is an adjective. Okay, it's an, an adjective. adjective. Lambent. Lambent.
1: Would you like to hear it in a sentence?
0: If I could, please, sir.
1: Sitting around the campfire, we were mesmerized by the lambent flames dancing into the night.
0: The lambent flames dancing into the night. With the lambent flames... Beautiful, uh, um, um, lively, uh, big. Yes,
1: that's that's warm. That's warm. Okay, okay. That's warm. As a writer, she is known for the lambent wit with with which she deftly and amusingly describes the absurdities of modern life. The The lambent. I wrote that one myself.
0: (laughs) The lambent. Uh, Okay, so it's lively. um, It's um, uh, illustrious. Uh, I'm gonna go with illustrious. We're close. Okay, we're not far. Now, now we're just now we're just now All we're right. now we're within percentages.
1: Lambent, lambent. Sitting around the campfire, we were mesmerized by the lambent flames dancing into the night. Would you like the definition?
0: I think I'm gonna need it at this point.
1: Lambent, adjective, not a noun.
0: Not a noun. That's An adjective. on me. No.
1: <laughs> lambent. When used literally, lambent can mean softly, bright, or radiant or flickering. Lambent is often used to describe speech, writing, music, and even wine that mm. has a light, appealing quality. Lambent.
0: If you would allow me to be loquacious for a moment, I could describe for you Have had it my kith? That when I'm with my kith regardless of whether here or elsewhere i enjoy the lambet conversation and rectitudeness
1: wow i am impressed Cue the uh, applause. There it is. If clap, we clap, had clap, it. Clap, if clap, I, clap, 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 I had it on the punch
0: button, I'd hit it. Uh, there you go. That is a week's worth of words of the day there, people. So let's recap. We had kith. We started the entire word of the day concept on with kith. That forever goes into the uh, the history books right there. Kith was our very first word. Uh, friendship. Friends. Uh, people that we care and want to spend time with. Elsewither. That, that was the other word we had. Somewhere else. Elsewither uh loquacious when you uh talkative. run talkative a run-on sentence if you would which right, i commonly wordy. do yeah that's right uh rectitude um which was uh, li- just a, living your best life i think is the way i described that one
1: right morally just and straight life
0: there you go and then uh lambet uh which i radiant uh, uh
1: softly bright or radiant or
0: flickering there you go word of the day Word of the Day. That's not bad. That's not bad for our first week of Word of the Day. We're going to keep that going. I'm
1: I'm very proud of you for that one.
0: Well, I appreciate it. You know, I had to give it a shot there and try to figure out, hey, uh, can we actually, you know, uh, put this all together? It helped with a word like loquacious being involved uh, for the week because then it just allowed me to ramble. But when I don't have a word that means I can talk forever, I'm going to have to figure out a way to surmise and um, shorten that sentence uh, so, And
1: if any of our listeners have a suggestion for Word of the Day, feel free to call the studio. Yeah. 844-STUDIO-4.
0: Yeah, we got a couple minutes left. Big week next week. So we're, we're, we're going to have an interview next week. Um, we're going to start pulling in some people from—we're uh, going to keep our local folks for sure. But we want to provide you also some national information. So on Monday, uh, the Department of Veteran Affairs National Press Secretary Terrence Hayes— is going to uh, be on Good Morning LKN, 7.30 to 8. We're going to be talking about uh, new veteran benefits related to burn pits. And so uh, there's a few things, few information, a few of the benefits out there that have changed with the the VA. And so we're going to have the Department of Veteran Affairs National Press Secretary Terrence Hayes uh, on the phone with us to talk about these new benefits and these new programs that are out there. Uh, going to be an interesting conversation um, to, to learn. I'm not a veteran, but we you know we have a large veteran community locally and we love to support them. So we want to get that information out there. So tell all the veterans you're going to want to listen Monday morning, 730 to 8. We're going to have uh, Department of Veteran Affairs National Press Secretary Terrence Hayes on Good Morning LKN. Uh, and then the, the lineups continue. Uh, Bill, you've got some vacations going on, uh, not next week, but the following, you're going to the beach.
1: I'm going to the beach. I'm going to the beach. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, so at some point we're, we're going to see what uh, I may be on Bill's side of the glass running the board and doing the show. Maybe we're, 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 we're talking about that and seeing how that's going to work out. So uh, Bill, without you there running the sticks, it's, it may not be here by the time you get back. I'm just going to throw that out to you. We'll find out. Uh, but now you got this. You guys, you're, you're a smart guy. <laughs> uh, Pat Shannon coming up. Um, you heard from him. He's, he's ready. He's locked and loaded, ready to go there in Studio A. Uh, so if you got something to buy, something to sell, something to trade, give him a call. You got an event in the community. He loves showcasing the events of the community as well. As we talked about, you can submit those on wsicnews.com, uh, and, and there's plenty to do. There's plenty to do for the weekend. What are you doing for the weekend? You got to stay safe, stay uh, keep keep your eyes on a swivel, right when you're out there. Enjoy the time with your family, and that's something definitely to do. Uh, I was expecting to see Demi this morning in the studio because I had, I did tease earlier that we were gonna do this for our first Food Friday, like a taste test where Bill was gonna have to guess what ice cream. But here's what happened. Here, here's what happened. I think I left the freezer door open. I think I may have left the freezer door open because uh, the ice cream uh, was melted and the uh, condensation was uh, flowing from the freezer uh, this morning is what it sounds like in in the uh, the, the homestead and so uh, we're not gonna have that ice cream taste test today Bill We're gonna have to save that for for next week but so Sunday is national ice cream day so Sundays the day if you you know have been, Maybe you're saving it, you know, for a cheat day.
1: For those who observe.
0: For those who observe, Sunday is National Ice Cream Day. There's a lot of options with ice cream now. At this point, I don't like gelato, and then you got like this natural stuff, and you got more creamy. You know, I mean, it isn't basically ice cream just cream. I'm pretty sure it's like 96 percent cream, but it's creamier. They say now. And so, uh, my as as we we have this food Friday, where we had Christina Bartolotta Rise Cafe in Huntersville breakfast spot. Um, they're the new owners there, um, off Highway seventy three, Sanford Road in Huntersville near Burkdale. You're gonna want to go check them out. It's delicious food. So if you're if you're on the south side of the lake, you're you're gonna want to go by there seven to three, and you can check them out Rise Cafe uh, on Facebook. That's their Facebook page, Rise Cafe LKN is their Instagram. We are going to post on the Facebook uh, just the singular clip for you of the interview with them. Uh, We got into more than just food with with Christina. She is the analytical side of the business. Now, her and Titus worked together on it, but Christina was definitely that analytical side of processes and systems and uh, making sure the experience you have when you go in. See, when we go into these businesses, when we go into these restaurants, we think it's just like, it's just there. Like there's nothing to to have to do. It's just all set up magically. Right. But no, there there are people, there are processes, there are systems in place that help get things done. And so they are uh, doing a good job. Love the food. When I go in there, I'm gonna try that chicken and waffles.
1: Hoo, 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 hoo. Justin, I just I'm sorry to interject. I just found this oh. bandana. Uh oh. For those watching on live stream, is this what you were gonna cover my face with?
0: Yeah, so I did bring I did bring a bandana, uh, and I was gonna blindfold you. Yeah, so if you're on the video stream right now, you can see Bill for for sample purposes. Bill is putting the live stream. Can you see through that, Bill, or is is it covered? Is it pretty? No,
1: this is this is actually pretty good. Yeah, and it's comfort. This is how I usually
0: run the sticks anyway, so yeah. <laughs> just running blind, just running blind. Uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, it, it, I, I wasn't sure like it's not like a really a one size fits all, so it's kind of like was a guess of like hopefully someone's dome piece isn't too big to be able to tie it around. Uh, but you know, I figure you could tuck it behind the ear under the under the headphones like I was you were just doing wondering there. why
1: you had this and now it's all.
0: Yeah. Coming together. Yeah, we're not repping colors here. We uh we 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 support all. Uh but uh, no, that was the bandana that I was just gonna randomly like tie around your face real quick whenever we were gonna do the ice cream test. Probably would have been a little awkward to do that just without letting you know that. So that's on me. That's my bad. I probably should give that forewarning. We probably shouldn't just blindfold random people that come in without explaining to them what to do. Now, I did say eventually we're gonna land on Joe Rogan uh fear factor status with this food stuff. So Uh, It's been a Friday. Good morning, LKN. We appreciate you uh, joining us today. Hope you have a great weekend. I love you, my kith. We'll see you on Monday.